from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan, the gimmick table, always bringing the heat. Here they are, the brothers of the D. Welcome back to The Gimmick Table. I'm Big Ben Brewer. He is... The Dan Brewer. And we are the Brothers of the D. We're going to have the latest on this episode. We're going to have the latest in the WWE. We're going to have the latest in, as I call it, the Elite Report with all Elite Wrestling. And the Brothers of D were in the house at a local promotion here in the D. So sit back, relax. So here comes the heat. WWE, the road to the money in the bank. Yes. A very interesting week on uh, in the WWE this week on Raw and SmackDown as the shakeup still is still I don't know not settled yet but still in this aggravated kind of state of what's going on. Are you referring to the ones that got moved back to SmackDown? Live? Yes, uh, some uh, as uh, you know, if you know the the couple, the jokes, the couples have been reunited, <laughs> well, if you will. <laughs> WWE does a good job of keeping married couples together. So married or not not close, necessarily well, dating, well, uh, but they definitely try to go out of their way to keep the married couples together. They always keep them. Together. Well, we're also referring to Alistair Black and his wife and Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega, and but uh, it, but you got to have some pull because uh, Selena Vega, as we all know, her uh, business associate or her business client is Andrate, and he's in a uh, relationship with the Queen Charlotte Flair. So. Somebody's got some pull there. <laughs> so they moved Andrade, Zelina Vega, and Alistair Black back to SmackDown Live. I actually think it's a good move. I think it'll be giveaway. I think Andrade and Alistair Black are two guys that will be very good for the uh, SmackDown Live brand and guys you can push. Right. I'd and, love know, to and, see them I mean, you know, in that mix for the IC I mean, title. Uh, yeah, Andrade had, uh, had a tough match with Finn Balor on, on uh, Tuesday. And that was a very good match, and uh, but yeah, Alistair. I mean, and it looks, I, I've not seen an Alistair Black match that I have not enjoyed uh, and been entertained by. So uh, yeah, even it's going to be good. It's going to be good for SmackDown because you know they got they're building up to that their big uh, debut on Fox this fall. So uh, things got to go good for the blue brand uh, on the WWE. And speaking on your point of good matches with him, even back on his days on the Independence, Tommy End, that his matches were yeah. amazing. And yeah. and they and they did that promo, that vignette promo with him. So it looks like they're definitely going to push him on SmackDown Live. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to where they take Andrade and Aleister Black. Yep. And, uh, you know, and another thing is the ever... The ever-evolving name change of uh, I don't know <laughs> the the we all knew him as in NXT as the War Raiders and then they shocked the world and came in as the Viking Experience as you know no more Hanson and Rowe and it was uh, Ibar and uh, Ibar and, and Eric, Eric. Uh, so now they're for now they're the Viking Raiders so 
I don't know if the fans, the WWE universe is uh, pushing uh, WWE creative or events. Uh, well, there was definitely some negative feedback from a lot of negative feedback, even from, media from even the from uh, the two guys you're listening to right on now. On a lot, of show, a yeah. lot of negative feedback on that as well. And then I heard that Mr. Uh, Rude has uh, uh, shaved the beard, and it's the mustache, and it's Robert Rude. Now. He's Robert Rude again. He's definitely going <laughs> with that heel persona. Which I think that suits him better. Yeah, Whether he's yeah. in a singles role or, or the tag team, it exactly. looks like he's going to get a mid-card uh, singles push. So as we said, you know, the Ever Saga, the shakeup is still, uh, the gimmicks are getting all uh, worked up as well. So, yeah. uh, Well, he was Robert Roode in his early days in TNA. Exactly. He did not change the Bobby Roode until him and Austin Aries got together and, and they were the Dirty Heels in TNA. So. Right, and then he was there with... Uh, uh, James Storm as uh, one of the iconic uh, tag teams of uh, Beer Money. I believe he was still Robert Roode the entire run as Beer Money. Was he? Okay. I, I believe he may have at the end switched uh, over to Bobby Roode, but he was definitely Robert Roode for most of it. I know he was Bobby Roode with his run with Chris Harrison, at least the early days of Beer Money. Right. And then uh, we got some news on Luke Harper, who made his return from the injured list. So Luke Harper went on social media and he asked for his release. You know, did the whole Ty Dillinger uh, tweet on uh, social media, and it's kind of find out WWE denied his his request, and on top of it, they extended his contract. So I guess the period of time he was out with his wrist injury and had surgery, and he was gone, they extended his contract for that amount of time, saying that you know we lost you for that period of time, so we're adding it onto your contract. I definitely think this is a direct shot at the the rumors that with his with his relationship with people in AEW that <laughs> that he was going there. The ever AEW is scaring Vince McMahon to death, and we have not even had one single match in all Elite Wrestling yet, and it's scaring Vince McMahon to death. To where he is trying to keep these guys to find every loophole possible to keep these guys from leaving the WWE. Well, like I've said it before, uh, the the way that the Young Bucks and Cody uses social media and their YouTube channels as, as their outlet to to continue and build these storylines for um, all elite wrestling. It, it's just it's just tremendous because I mean I know every Monday. And Road Devil and Nothing's been changing the day it's coming out, but I'm I'm looking forward every week to those notifications from uh, YouTube when those two shows come out, um, so I can check them out and see what's going on. So they're doing a fantastic job without having an announced TV deal yet of getting the fans into it and, and and getting them engaged in what they're doing and the talent introducing their talent that. Most of them are terrific wrestlers that haven't had TV exposure. So the way they're doing social media is they're knocking it out of the ballpark. You know, and it's just it's scaring Vince to death, and uh, he's doing everything he can. But also they announced some of the some some matches for the next pay per view, which is uh, Money in the Bank. Um, we're gonna uh, Becky Two Belts is doing double duty. Uh, she's gonna defend her Raw title against uh, this new nemesis, Lacey Evans. And then she's going to take on uh, Charlotte Flair, the evil queen, after she won a qualifying match or a con number one contenders match with Bayley uh, on SmackDown this week. And uh, so she'll be taking on her arch rival, uh, Charlotte Flair, to defend the SmackDown title at Money in the Bank. 
I'm not sure what they're well, the way they're going with. You know, we knew the build up to Mania that Becky was going to win and that Becky was going to have both belts, but I don't really know how long they're going to ride it out. It definitely went from Mania. It was the fun and excitement of of saying we want to see how she's going to beat both Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, and now we're looking at are they going to take one of the titles off of her? I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously, obviously, they're going to build up to SummerSlam as they always do. Their as they built up SummerSlam as the second WrestleMania. Um, so, who knows what they're going to do if she's going to walk out of Money in the Bank as still both champions, or uh, or she says she's coming out still as Becky two belts coming out of Money in the Bank. So, you know, I guess we'll see. The only time will tell. The word belt was on Vince's band list. You couldn't call it a belt. It was a world uh, it was a championship title. It wasn't a championship belt. That he's actually allowed the word belts to be used again when Becky hashtag Becky Two Belts. So hey, come on, he's already got them on T shirts. He's already selling them at yeah. live events and across the every WWE on the WWE website. So, you know, he, he knows when he gets like, you know, Okay, fine. You know, it's a marketing tool. We're going to make some money off of it. So, yeah, we'll allow it this one time. But uh, we also got some other Money in the Bank matches have been announced. Uh, the number one acquisition in the history of SmackDown, Elias, will take on Roman Reigns. That's going to be a great match. You know, they had Shane out there. Shane called him out because Shane called out Roman because Roman punched uh Vince and that was very enjoyable, by the way. And that was a you know a setup <laughs> for Elias and Shane McMahon to beat down Roman Reigns. I like what they're doing. I like that they're building Elias up because he may not get a lot of spotlight of his entering work, but his work on the mic and and his little songs and being interrupted all the time is it, is working. It's working. So give him the spotlight right now and let him. I mean, Elias is. Is a very good wrestler in the ring. Correct. Very good wrestler in the ring. It's just you know he's top notch on the mic and what they're doing with that and him being interrupted and is, he's one of those guys you good. can say is a full wrestling entertainer. Yes, he's got the he's you know got all the tools uh, for a professional wrestler. Now so. I did see a leaked local ad for Money in the Bank for the men's Money in the Bank match. This, Which they have not announced who's in that actual Money in the Bank ladder match. But there was a local ad that had went out where Money in the Bank's going on, and someone put it out on is social it, media. Is, did you say it was here in Michigan or no, no. somewhere in the United States? Yeah, somewhere in the United States, a leaked um, A leaked poster. promo poster. Yes. Okay. And it has Drew McIntyre, Cesaro, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet. Alistair Black, Andrade, and Lars Sullivan I on the poster. I wouldn't argue with that. So, usually it's four from each brand. Right. So, now we're at seven. So, it looks like SmackDown only has three. So, they could figure out what they're going to do for a fourth person. Or they might just roll to seven. Or this could be one of WWE's... They've done it before where they've leaked something that has been totally false. Yeah. Just to get people off their game on what they're doing. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out going forward with who's going to be in the... Um, I mean, I wouldn't argue with that poster. I mean, that's that's your top, your next level guys unless you're going to throw... You know, Well, no, Roman Reigns, you can't throw him in there. I mean, you might, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. You know, I mean, unless you're... I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Unless you're trying to find who your fourth, you know, person on SmackDown. Maybe they don't have an IC title match and they throw Finn Balor in the mix. And not have an IC title match at Money in the Bank. Because they don't have every title defended on the on the second... What they call their secondary pay-per-views. Other than, you know, the big Which four is, and big five. Which is, you know, to me, that's... Your pay-per-views, that's where you should defend your titles. I mean, yeah, we do have intercontinental and United States titles, you know, defended. You know, and occasionally we'll have a WWE championship or a, a universal title match or on Raw or SmackDown. But, I mean, to me, I think pay-per-views, that's your, you know, pay-per-views. That's your bread and butters. And you shouldn't have your titles be defended on those um Cards, but but you know, if you that's don't, the Vince doesn't. You could have a champion in a prominent match like the Money in the Bank, right. putting Finn Balor in that match, right? And let and let Samoa Joe defend the ice or the United you know, States title yeah. on the pay per view. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, they had a f- uh, special on WWE Network. Yes. The Shield's final chapter, uh, and uh, it was a nice a little pro little nice little program. Had a. Finn Balor Elias Intercontinental Title Match. It had uh, the Riot Squad versus uh, Ember Moon and Bailey. Bailey, uh, and sort of the Riot Squad as the threesomes kind of swan song because you know Liv Morgan is now on SmackDown and Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot are still on Raw, so they kind of kind of that parted their ways. That was kind of their final match as the three uh, Riot Squad members. But uh, of course, you know, then they had the six-man tag between the Shield and and their nemesis, if you will, uh, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and uh, Bobby, Lashley. Bobby Lashley. And uh, I mean, it's you know, I guess it was a send-off. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you kind of had the send-off with these same six individuals at Fastlane, Fast and crowned it. That was it. And then all of a sudden, Vince. Decides to oh we're gonna do it one more time and we'll do it a live event and and was it was in Iowa one and yeah it was in D, it was in Seth's hometown Davenport Davenport Iowa so the Quad City area I'm yeah not sure exactly not exactly where. sure exactly but it was in Ohio or Ohio uh, Iowa. sorry Iowa <laughs> so uh, you know I mean I guess you know it is so, what it is and from what know. I'm hearing WWE or the rumors that are out there is WWE truly believes that Dean's retiring from wrestling he's, but we all know that Dean's very not happy he's, with he's burned out he's, he's frustrated with with creative creative and, and WWE creative events so you know it wouldn't you know maybe he'll let them to believe that uh, I'm sure his wife Renee Young is they're probably they're trying to press her for information and she's probably being close lipped but I, still, I don't believe it. I, I don't still believe there's a chance done. that he's not done with WWE. I don't believe he's done. I mean, WWE can burn you out. I mean, you look at people like CM Punk, who just basically says, I'm done with professional wrestling. Although and it's he, all was at a, he was at a house show underneath a mask, or an independent show underneath a mask a few weeks ago. You know, I, I don't care. I, I don't care what you say. I've not met, I've not personally met anybody or heard anybody say, if you've been a professional wrestler, yeah, you can get burnt out. But you still take them, get missing in the ring. You still get in there and you miss the crowd. You still get in there and miss that regardless. If you're still in your prime and you just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, I'm, you know, burnt out, if you will, you're still going to miss it. You know, you could take some time off, but you're still going to miss it. So I don't believe he's done so with, at with, all either. With Dean Ambrose, you can take it as this. Okay, his contract ended what is believed to be the night of the Shield's final chapter, which was 
April 21st. He'll have a no, a not, a no compete, which would typically be 90 days, is, is no compete. That's the no compete that uh, Dustin Rose had before he was announced as being a part of AEW and the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. So that would put Dean Ambrose somewhere into uh, somewhere in the end of July, beginning of August, that a non-compete was done if he's truly done with WWE. What is AEW's big pay-per-view leading up to their rumored start of their TV deal in October? All in two. Could be an appearance at All in Two. Dean takes the summer off. All Elite Wrestling's gonna be a less of a physical schedule right. in the ring, yeah. it could be something he's interested in. Or he could be going away to make that big return on Fox when WWE goes, puts back down live on Fox. So really right now we can only speculate on what... Uh, on where he's going. Or he, he could or, decide, you uh, know what? Or Mr. Ambrose or Mr... Uh, uh, God, his real name escapes John Moxley. Me. John Moxley. Well, John Good is his real name. John Good, okay. John, John Moxley is what he goes by. In the Independence. So we don't know what the future holds for him. So I guess we're just, we'll keep you tuned here, right here on the gimmick table. And once we hear something, we'll let you uh, know uh, what's going on with. Uh, uh, also, we had some other news. Uh, WWE did some uh, wheeling and dealing or pulling or for StarCast. Uh, what did they do, Dan? So. Undertaker and Kurt Angle had signed on to do StarCast 2. And even though Undertaker recently re-signed with the WWE, and in that agreement he was allowed to keep all of his independent bookings and appearances, all, all they were were appearances, that he had signed before re-signing with WWE. Right. But apparently WWE has pulled him and Kurt Angle from StarCast 2. Again, which is inter- interesting news. Kurt Angle had his last match. He's not going to be seen on TV for a while. But don't know what his status is. Is he just got a Legends contract now? He's I still don't a know. premier. He's still on on the appears on WWE website. So you know, you know how a, that goes. He's in a way a attached to WWE, kind of but like I said, with the Legends contract, they usually have the ability to do their own things because like Hall and Nash are at Starcast. You know, so so he who pulled knows? them. He pulled them for us. And, but, Dean Malenko, who's been a backstage producer for years, I believe 18 years at WWE, he resigned, and the very next day was announced he will be on StarCast 2. So he will be at, in Vegas for So that's StarCast. why I say WWE Creative is in trouble. Because you got, you had Road Dog, now you have a backstage producer. Dean Malenko is a longtime guy, you know, you know it's a, it's a you crazy. You can't forget Arn Anderson's gone. Arn Anderson's WWE. gone. You know, there's, you know, we're seeing some. Crazy things going on with the WWE right now. It's an unsettling time with WWE. And whether these guys that are now out from WWE go to Elite or anywhere else, that would be a huge pickup for any other organization. Yeah, I mean, because these guys are... backstage work. You know, these guys have got wrestling experience. They were in the ring. They got these, you know, creative roles that they've been for a long period of time. So, you know... Now, did you happen to see that WWE referee... I heard about this. I did not actually see this program and see what happens. Apparently, it's trending everywhere that this WWE broke his leg during this match. So, there was a NXT live event. It was in, I believe, Omaha, Nebraska. And Velveteen Dream was defending the North American title mm-hmm. versus Tyler Breeze. Okay. Apparently, towards the end of the match, there was a super kick that went wrong, and 
the referee Tom Caster broke his leg. Okay. He's in the corner. Another referee comes running in to try to finish the match. That referee is throwing up the X sign, which everyone knows the X sign is someone is really Somebody's injured. Ring. It's, we need it, medical attention. Medical attention needs to be right away. Yeah, go. And so Tom Caster is laying in the corner, holding his leg. Drake Wirtz finishes referee in the part of the match t- till it was the actual finish. Finished. Tom Caster then rolled over and made the three to end the match. So Hey, listen, referees are just as valuable as the two guys in the ring. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, they're just as valuable and, you know, and, you know, they got to continue. You get the hurt. The show must go on. The show it's must like- still have to continue. Granted, it was granted it was great that it was later in the match when the injury occurred. Completely. I mean, I'm not saying the injury was a great thing, but it the was timing the, of the, the timing was good yeah. at the point where it wasn't like in the middle of the match or the beginning of the match where it was basically they had to stop the match or do the old get that other referee and then the old switcheroo get and him out kinda, of the ring and that throws off you know that throws I mean everybody knows if you're a real uh, wrestling that throws off the timing it throws, throws off the off timing the it throws everything off because you know you the referee like is it's just the mo- is an integral part as that match granted if it's a singles match that third that referee is just as important as the two wrestlers tag teams vice versa everything they're just important as the rep as they they're the they're the communication to the back to the producers in the back telling them wrap it up you know, Especially when it's any type of uh, uh, event on television or a streaming event, the referee has to know where to be to not block the, cam- uh, the, uh, the cameras. He, he's got to know what cameras, you know, right. what shots yeah. coming to not be in the way of it. So the referees play a huge part. And for a referee, you know, we talked about like Triple H tore his pec muscle in um, Saudi Arabia and finished the match. Well, th- this is just it's the huge, same way. Just as huge. It, you know. Granted, it was a live event, but still, it's you know, that's the that's the way it is it's in the business. It's still a serious injury. It's a serious injury, able. but you know, as the business, you know, hats off to you. Hats off to you. You must go on. You finished out. You know, you know, they're just as much as superstars as they are. You know, these referees are. So, uh, get well, heal up, get back. You'll he'll be, be back. He'll be counting one, two, three. He'll here. be back probably with a nice pay increase. I'm sure he better. You know. <laughs> Because that, uh, like you said, uh, he continued on. Dan, we got some exciting news. We had a, a pay-per-view over the weekend, the National Wrestling Alliance promotion. Uh, pay-per-view happened uh, with uh, Ring of Honor and... Uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and CMLL in Mexico. So it was a, a quad uh, linking of uh, performance, but they brought back the NWA, which we all know is back. Brought back uh, the Crockett Cup, which we all, if you remember, we mentioned on about the Jim Crockett. Jim Crockett was a big-time promoter in the NWA in the early days of the territories, and he had a lot of territories, and that's the big names were with Jim Crockett. And Jim Crockett, they uh, came up with this um, uh, Memorial Cup tournament and uh, of tag teams, and uh, so they, the new NWA brought it back. And uh, Dan's going to break down the card and what happened, uh, the results of this uh, pay-per-view. So... Actually, the women's NWA champion, Jazz, after 900 and some days reign, uh, gave up the title. Uh, cited personal reasons and medical issues. Um, I don't know her family, but she gave up the title. She was set to defend the title against, um, well, everyone knew her as Sienna and, um, and TNA, Al, but it's Allison Kay. And 
So within a few days, they had to scramble to find Allison Kay, a replacement, and you know someone to to wrestle her. And the winner would be the new women's champion after Jazz uh, vacates it. So that was a huge thing. So that match ended up being Allison Kay versus Santana Garrett. And another big announcement that was made, I don't even know if you're aware of this one, because we were getting ready to, uh, you know, we were amping up for our show that we went to last night in Clash Wrestling. So what was it? But um, they announced that not only the winners of the Crockett Cup won the Crockett, the Jim Crockett Memorial Cup, they also became the new NWA Tag Team Champions. Which is? So they brought back the NWA Tag Team Champions. So the you winners... had Tag Team Wrestling. So... <laughs> Start off with the tournament. The winners of the tournament is the Villain Enterprises, representing Ring of Honor, PCO, and Brody King. Okay. They are the winners of the tournament. They beat the wild card team, actually, in the finals, Royce Atkins and Tom Latimer. Tom Latimer, everyone that used to watch TNA back in the day knows that was Bram. So they were the wild card winners of the turn of the Battle Royal, and they went on to not only beat... Crimson and Jack Stain, managed by Road Warrior Animal, they went on to also beat Flip Gordon and Bandito in the semifinals to get to PCO and Brody King, but PCO and Brody King brought home the new NWA Tag Team Championship belts and the Jim Crockett Memorial Tag Team uh, Cup. Has that bragging rights until next year. Exactly. And also in the match I previously mentioned about the women's match, Allison K, Detroit's own, is the new NWA Women's Champion. So congrats to her, everyone uh, that watched TNA. I was a big fan of her in her run in TNA. And, uh, yeah, she's going to be the one carrying that strap. Good job. Going congrats. On. And there was another title change. And? The national NWA National Championship, Colt Cabana, your son's favorite wrestler, <laughs> defeated Willie Mack to become the national champion. Now, interesting to this, Colt Cabana is a former NWA world champion, and he's now an NWA national heavyweight champion. So hats off to Colt Cabana. I love Colt Cabana. Um, I kind of introduced my nephew to Ring of Coke Honor Cabana. fans, you'll know who Coca Man is if you don't know. Yes, and it's now you. he's getting a big run with New Japan. So he is the new NWA national champion. And in the main event, Nick Aldis retained over Marty Skrull to continue his run with the 10 pounds of gold. Nick Aldis is still, with Camille, is still the NWA heavyweight champion. It's disappointing. I'm a Marty Skull guy. <laughs> well, I think this still sets up him. With uh, he's, coming, he's, coming to all, he's coming to all elite. There's he's, no doubt about it. I think he's definitely joining his buddies. He's got to join his, his, his elite buddies. And I'm it's sorry, interesting to me that if, if he's able to do double or nothing, Sammy Guevara has come out and said he's not in the Battle Royal and he doesn't have an opponent yet. Hmm. Sammy Guevara, Marty Skrull would be a fantastic match. That's interesting. That's if you don't know who Sammy Guevara is, you're definitely going to be introduced to him if you watch all the wrestling. But uh, that could be a possible opponent for uh, Sammy Guevara is um, Marty Skrull if he if he is coming in for double or nothing. So that's the highlights from the Crockett Cup, the quad promotion between NWA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and AAA. 
C- CMLL. C- oh, excuse Sorry. I'm so... AAA <laughs> has a working agreement with uh, All Elite Wrestling. That's now. where I get confused. Sorry. All these working relationships get me all confused. <laughs> and there's more to come for All Elite Wrestling with working yes. relationships. Yes. Uh, hey, speaking of All Elite, it's time for the Elite Report. What is the happenings of All Elite this week? Not a whole lot of new official news coming out. On um, Being the Elite, the Young Bucks YouTube show, they did announce four new signings. The Tag Team Private Party, Leva Bates, and Peter Avalon were both named the Librarian gimmick. Cody and Kenny picked Leva to be the Librarian, which if you've watched Being the Elite and Road to Double or Nothing, that is a gimmick that apparently... And the storyline, Tony Khan's wanted to get over as a librarian. <laughs> which I think it's the idea of they can take something as stupid as a, a librarian, librarian and turn them in and get them over. And then Matt Jackson and Christopher Daniels, who is the head of talent relations, picked Peter Avalon to be the librarian. So they've announced them both as the librarians. And I think it's something, story. you'll see that storyline going forward. But as of right now, the tag... Well, smell some mixed tag team matches yeah. there. <laughs> um, you know, you could definitely see maybe a Peter Avalon and Leva Bates versus Joey Janela and, Pen- and, and, and Penelope Ford. Uh, let's see something, yes. You definitely uh, can see stuff, but... Uh, it, it's, or they could be, you know, they could valet each other. Yeah. You know, got to stick together. The librarians got to stick together. <laughs> but it's definitely... Uh, and Private Party. If you haven't seen Private Party... Go on YouTube and, and check them out. They were handpicked by Young Bucks to be a part of the tag team division in uh, All Elite Wrestling. So definitely check them out. They are coming stars in the making. And that's what All Elite's doing. They're giving these talent have been dead across the independents uh, a only, shot at the big time. And the only other big thing with uh, All Elite Wrestling today's. Uh, Sunday the twenty eighth tonight. Cody Rhodes is going to do his re his reaction. To He's his going to break his silence on the Cody Rhodes uh, Dustin Rhodes match at Double or Nothing. So, so looking forward to that tonight at uh, around six thirty on the Road to Double or Nothing on the on the Nightmare Family YouTube channel. So that's uh, that's you know it's a light week for all elite wrestling this week. I mean they did you've seen them if you follow them on social media they were had a they were with the Jacksonville Jaguars during the draft. During the NFL draft, you know, because we know the cons uh, are owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So yeah, Cody and uh, Brandy and Adam Hangman Page were, were in were Jacksonville for the draft. So uh, they were there for their big uh, draft party. Um, I'm still excited. I know there's more news or nothing. Yeah, because I mean, you got because you got. I mean, you got to set it up. I mean, it's. I believe that you know, with. The original all-in pay-per-view that was put on as an independent show was on regular pay-per-view. I'm sure there'll be an announcement that uh, Double or Nothing will be on pay-per-view in addition to Fight TV. Right. So there's definitely more news to come before Double or Nothing, and we're uh, right Almost, at that for right, less than four weeks. Less than four weeks now. Away. So, so uh, definitely exciting. So uh, some other excitement that we. Excitement. Uh, that we, uh, we got uh, into last night. We uh, attended here in the D uh, a local promotion uh, called uh, Clash Wrestling. We uh, 
attended their uh, event last night. It was uh, what was the what was the what was it called? Age again? of Allegiance. Age of Allegiance. It was in uh, here close by where we live here in the shadows of the D in Allen Park, Michigan. And uh, it was a very, very, hadn't seen a lo- good, good local promotion in a long time. And uh, Elite Wrestling, or Wrestling, I'm so sorry. Clash Wrestling definitely, uh, definitely uh, brought it last night. Well, I do believe, you know, you like to, you'd like to have thrown the word Elite in there. I do believe. I of, can't throw it anymore because Cody's got that. But of the independent <laughs> local shows that I've seen over the years, Clash might be the cream of the crop, the, the elite of the elite so, I mean, of that level. As we can say to all the other local promotions, prove them wrong. You know, but <laughs> or prove us wrong, if you will. It just seemed from top to bottom. Top to bottom, the card was entertaining from the get-go. It was entertaining. They put on some, some very entertaining matches. You know, they... They got the crowd involved, you know. B- you know, before each match, before the show, they they hyped it up, you know, with the crowd interaction and and some of their matches. I mean, it was a good solid, show. good solid show. It was a very a very good show. I would say it was a very good show. Uh, entertaining from the time that they started the countdown to uh, the final bell when the at the end of the at the main event. So. And when I say it was, it wasn't just. The action we saw in the ring. It wasn't just the entertainment from uh, from the in ring, uh, you know, the in ring talent. Just from top bottom, from from the people at the door to the security crew, everyone involved. It was just it was a tight run ship, and everyone. And it was, showed. It showed. It showed. Everyone it was showed. friendly. You know, it was a family atmosphere. But you know, they're doing great things at Clash Wrestling. Yeah, we were impressed. We were impressed at what Clash did last night, uh, top to bottom. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it was great. The crowd was into it from the get-go, and uh, that makes it for uh, a very entertaining night. And it was a very entertaining night. And they definitely had their favorites. I mean, we had you know you had you know we were there. You definitely they were uh, the Clash Wrestling uh, Nation or whatever they call themselves. Uh, they were in the house last night, and they had their favorites. And you know they we even had a you know unadvertised tag team title match yep, which we had the, was uh, a very good match. The tag team champions felt a little out of place of having uh, you know the heavyweight championship and the women's cha- uh, women's championship being defended that night. They felt a little felt a little dissed, I guess, and they wanted to have a tag team match. So they had an impromptu world tag team clash wrestling uh, tag team championship you match. Know, but from the first match, Petey Williams and James Alexander to Lotus and their tag team match that they had with um, I could see Lotus having Jake those something class and, tag team championships and around their waist. And I know they were the previous champions before um, H3RD won them. And but uh, they're pretty pretty good with with uh, with Doctor Ball. I love what they're doing with that tag team. I, you it's know, good. It was good. It was, it was good. good. And the tag team. Oh, those two tag team. Listen, matches. I'm telling you, we're, we if you watch this show, let watch this show. Well, maybe Listen, one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> uh, you know, we are advocates of uh, tag team wrestling because I'm sorry, there's no, if you, it ain't no wrestling show unless you have a tag team tag team wrestling in it. And uh, and those there was two two matches. very very excellent matches last night. Even the you know the impromptu. Um, the impromptu title match. Title match. The the other one with Lotus and. Uh, 
and Jake something. I call them the Powerhouse Boys because they were they were they just bring, they were bringing the power. Uh, so uh, it was very entertaining uh, tag team. I was like, all right, great tag team wrestling. Here we are. And I'll tell you another thing that was impressive to me. You know, we've talked about probably at nauseum on how great WWE's women's division is. Yes. Those ladies last night. The ladies night. last night. Good job. The, yeah, the champion, champion retained. And, and, excellent, and match, excellent match. Wow. Excellent match. Excellent uh, match. They put on a good match. Which every match was uh, excellent. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, I, like I, I said, from top top of the card to the bottom of the card. I know I'm only pointing out a couple of, of the matches, but every match was good. And and how over is Elk? The uh, class champion. Yeah, Elk he is, is uh, Elk is a fan favorite, if you oh, will. He he, uh, he got that uh, Allen Park uh, Community Center rocking last night when he came out there and uh, with the Elk chants and uh, he had him going and uh, as he's the class heavyweight champion. You know, but just I, I can't get up enough things to say about that. That those guys are ta- and. Talented and Clash has got themselves something good going on. Yeah, got some good, good, good bunch of talent there, and uh, it was uh, like I said, I will definitely the brothers of D will definitely be back in the house in the next the next Clash wrestling show because uh, we were highly entertained and uh, to see some good, good uh, local uh, local uh, promotion uh, wrestling. So it was uh, it was uh, it was it was a great yeah, great night last night. We'll definitely keep you guys informed, and I'm telling you. I, you know, I, I put it out on social media yesterday while we were there. When I said the show was great and our listeners need to, you know, our local listeners need to check them out. I, I, I'm telling you, you will, you will thoroughly be impressed and enjoy yourself with Clash Wrestling. Yep. And uh, so hats off to Clash Wrestling last night. Everybody uh, there at Clash Wrestling, excellent job last night. Uh, and uh, we'll definitely, uh, we're going to bring this uh and Clash, you can find them on Facebook, you can find them on Twitter, you can find them on Instagram. So they're out there, and we'll definitely. So our local fans here in the D, uh, yeah. definitely check them out. We'll definitely check their website up. out and find out when their next event is. Because uh, if you're a wrestling fan and you're just like, you know, well, I just watch WWE or this, no, the, the independents, you can get in there. You can, you can do, you can heckle the heckle the guys you want. You can, it's great. Just get just. Uh, because I know I did a little heckling last night to Mr. Alexander in the first match. I called him a little chicken because he kept playing chicken with Petey Williams. So I called him chicken. You know, but um, but that was great. It was it was great all the way around. Uh, you know, hats and, off to them. And Petey uh, Williams has been one of my favorites for a very long time. When he broke in with Team Canada and TNA yes. with Eric Young and Bobby Roode. Yes, the Maple to, Leaf muscle. You know, until his, his run in with the X Division to his run with Scott Steiner. You know, yeah. his work on, on the other end. I of forgot about his run with Scotty. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've seen Petey Williams live. And, 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 and Petey Williams, man, yes, he was good, he, as always. He delivers every time. As always. And uh, and uh, for Petey Williams to kick the – he basically table-setted that show last night. Petey Williams and James Alexander they, table-setted oh. that show, and it just kept going there from the rest – the card last and night. And it flowed so smooth. The the order of how they had the matches and just everything was just which I, I, I can't, can't read we, more about we, you know We'll keep you guys graded off the charts. A plus 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 off the charts. So we can't be more can't say more. What we're telling you is local people here in the D, if you want to watch professional wrestling, check out Class Wrestling. Go to their website and check out to find out when their next event is. 
and, and which we'll keep, we'll keep you posted we'll keep on that. Posted. We'll, we'll let you know as soon as we hear. We'll uh, show we'll shout it out and uh, but definitely check them out. And uh, so hats off last night uh, to the Clash Wrestling once again. Excellent show last night uh, in Allen Park. Dan, where can you uh, for all of our new listeners out there? Uh, tell them where you can find us, the well, gimmick table at. Well, you can hear the gimmick table on Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. Uh, where can you find us on social media? Well, you can reach us by email at brothersofthed at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Brothers of the D, Twitter, and Instagram at Brothers of the D1. You can find me on Twitter at The Dan Brewer. You can find me on Facebook as Dan Brewer. You can find Ben on, on Facebook at Ben Brewer. And you are Big Ben of the D. Big Ben of the D on, on Instagram. Instagram, yes. So, so that's our individual. But hit yeah. us out. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know, you know, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you like. But, or don't um, like. Or don't like. If you don't want us to talk about whatever. <laughs> Or you want us to talk about more. You want more of something. Let us know. So, uh, I'm Big Ben. I'm D. Dan Brewer. And we are the Brothers of D. We'll see you next time right here on the Gimmick Table.